Welcome to our podcast. It's called Retail Nightmares. My name is Alicia Tobin, and uh, my co-host is Jessica Delisle. And our guest today is Oh Graham Clark. <laughs> Welcome, Graham. Thanks for having me, girls. <laughs> yeah, ladies. <laughs> Welcome. You were our only choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, like first our first choice. choice. Yeah, and we were really lucky that you said yes. Yeah. What else do I got to do? Well, this is it, man. We were really like on the edge of our seat. Like, if he doesn't say yes, <laughs> that's it. We're no just going to give up on yeah, our dreams. Fold up shop. That was it, really. <laughs> well, he was the natural choice. Of course. Thanks again for coming, Graham. My pleasure. So, Retail Nightmares, a uh, little bit of backstory here. Um, I was at Jessica's work. She works at a video store, and we were there for a event a sad event a sad event and i noticed a woman come into the shop that i had uh i had rented an apartment beside her house and she was and this was in 2004 and she was a nightmare she's a monster a monster (laughs) and when she came into the store i pulled jessica aside and said is she a problem and you said why yes i was like she's the worst human (laughs) Well, we should explain what a sad event was. It was like a memorial for a coworker who passed away. Yeah. Suddenly, I was like, "This is really vague and yeah. mysterious." Um, yeah, it was a coworker who died suddenly and didn't have a lot of family, so we threw him a memorial because there was no funeral, and the entire community came out. It was very lovely. Thank you. It was someone was asking me about it the other day and was like, oh, can you remember any stories that were shared? And I was like, I do not remember a thing besides the fact that we decided to have a podcast. Yeah, it was very intense. And there's so many people that I recognized over the years from being a customer there, staff members and people that live in the neighborhood. It was very special. And so when this woman walked in, I was like, well, it's not special now. <laughs> yeah. She's such a mean lady. She's the worst. And she also, for years, she's been wanting she's been wanting to actually work at the store that I work at. <laughs> of course. Of course. And so course. she's always sort of like horrible, but then trying to be like, I'm just one of the gang, guys. <laughs> <laughs> By being horrible? Uh, well, like she's rude and sort of selfish and sort of self-centered but then she's like if you ever need anyone call me you know where i live and i'm just like please leave um i can't imagine her working there something terrible would happen yeah well she's also like her working there yeah she's also just not i don't feel like she would fit in very well because she's sort of like very opinionated and (laughs) i am not at all (laughs) no i don't i don't know that we can give too many details without anyone knowing in the neighborhood knowing exactly who we're talking about no i don't think people will but she was at the the memorial and alicia and i were talking and we're like wow we have all these horrible retail nightmares we should start a podcast about it (laughs) and now we're doing it but then (laughs) When you left the party, this woman was crying and in my arms, like, (laughs) hugging me, being like, why aren't we just wailing right now? And I was like, you are. (laughs) Why? I don't. Oh, she meant, like, hunting whales. (laughs) She's like, why aren't we wailing right now? This woman is so bad, she wants to kill all the whales. (laughs) That's our main thing. Call me Ahab. Is it Ahab? (laughs) Yeah, over the years, it's funny that... um, I was her neighbor and had a, an issue with her because uh, she had a dog that barked constantly. And I asked her if she could perhaps put her dog inside for at least. I thought you were going to say perhaps put her dog down. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> I was studying for exams at the time. And the dog would be outside sometimes for three or four hours on end just barking. That's just animal abuse. Like mm. you should be looking after your dog so it's not unhappy. Yeah. She was very clever though. She said, why don't you figure out a way to get him to stop barking and I'll consider it. Wow. <laughs> so, That's a person you should and not then you own were a like, dog. Put your dog down. <laughs> I felt really bad. <laughs> and then later when I worked uh, uh, in a yoga store on Granville Island, she came in because people like that need yoga more than <laughs> yes, other people. That's and true. she recognized me before I recognized her. And she's like, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> oh, shit is right. And then to see her in your store was just like this. Per- like, I figure people like this are like this everywhere they go. Yeah. And that, that really interests me because I can't imagine 
being like that and the kind of trail of misery you leave in every <laughs> customer service experience. Not just customer service. It's like if renting a video is so difficult for you that you are rude to someone and <laughs> sort of like leave a lasting impression. Imagine like applying for a loan or <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> or I buying think a car. That way. Like what is their whole life like if 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 this transaction is that difficult, yeah. ordering a coffee or whatever, then I'm like everything in their life must be just so hard. With infinitely yeah. more dramatic than it is for every other person on the but earth. But you know people like that. Yes, yeah, so like, many. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I like. I know I have uh, somebody in my life who will lose their mind if you call them while they're trying to do laundry. What? What? Because they're like, it's too many things. Wow. Doing laundry and talking on the phone is too much. There's people that it's just like, how do you function? How do you get out of the house? How, Like you say, like, how would you apply for a loan? Yeah. How would you date somebody? How would you navigate the, the all the ups and downs of uh, uh, dating? And oh, man. I think maybe it is just like impossible for them and maybe that adds to why they're they take it out on people in retail positions because like they just have a really hard time dealing with social interactions and they i think a lot of people see people working in retail as not equals (laughs) they think they're like subhuman weird chud people (laughs) who don't have feelings chud uh which like I maybe some of us are, but I I am a human with yeah. hopes and dreams. Well, a lot of yeah. people working in in retail jobs, not all. Some people that is their career. Uh, less so in North America is it really a respected career, but it's a lot of people's jobs, and it doesn't have a lot of respect. And a lot of people working in uh, customer service and retail environments uh, are doing it so they can support, you know, their art. Mm-hmm. Or their family. Or their family. <laughs> or their drug habit. Or, yeah. yeah. All valid. I'm all free, though. Yeah. <laughs> I worked in retail starting in high school and then all throughout university. So I could, like, I went to university part time and work part time so I could pay without getting into huge debt. And uh, it was a nightmare. Like, I worked in a dollar store. That was not. Oh, my God. Wow. Got a lot. Stories about that. I bet. Uh, also explains a lot of the decoration in my home. <laughs> I think. All the little plastic animal toys. <laughs> and I've been working in retail ever since. And now I'm doing it to support being a musician and being like a touring musician, which is great. Like, I, there's no way I could have any other job and go on tour for two months at a time and then come back and still still have a job. Be Mr. Manager. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I like people talk to me as if I am an idiot and I sometimes want to be like you know I have a degree <laughs> like yeah. I went to university and you're talking to me really slow explaining this movie I'm returning to you and this one I'm gonna rent and it's like <laughs> oh wow how, I didn't, how did you figure that oh, out oh I can't figure it out I just shat my pants can you tell me one more time I think I missed it I got it wrong <laughs> yeah it's there's a lot of you open up a bag of cheesies <laughs> and I just you put them in your ears yeah. I can't can't hear you. Merge my head. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of. Well, I've just recently discovered drinking kombucha at work, which mm. is like a secret little way of me pretending like I'm drunk at work, which I love because yeah. you get like a little buzz from it, and you're like, "Whoa, this is good for you." <laughs> so that's my latest way of coping with horrible people yeah. on the job, which is what like, was uh, can't get in trouble for. What brand of customer was worse, the people at the dollar store or the people at the video store? Oh, they're both equally terrible. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone sort of in retail has this dream, this sort of illusion that they deserve what they want immediately. And if you don't have it, then like you are garbage. So oh like the same, same in a video store, same in a dollar store. Like I need this super specific thing. And if you have to take more than five minutes to get it for me, I'm going to cause a huge disturbance like, sure that would happen that happens like on a weekly basis really yeah wow this is the reason why we made this podcast because we're like i have so many stories that i could sustain like a full series <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was like uh, the retail you files always hear stories about like people calling nine one one because 
McDonald's is at a Chicken McNuggets yeah, or something that's, like that. That probably like, happens more often than you think. Yeah, like... Because like, <laughs> people lose their mind and they just like, well, I'm calling 911. Well, I think the worst thing that ever happened for retail workers is the, the phrase, the customer is always right. Because oh, yeah. people believe that. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, even if you're a crazy person who lives in a magical dream world... You're always right. Like, and you're like, I need this movie that doesn't exist. And the reason why that saying exists is not that the customer is always right, is that that's the relationship that you agree to. Yeah. So you get their money. Yeah. It's, and you get their, right. their repeat business. And that's what that is about. It doesn't mean that the words that are coming out of the customer's no, mouth are right. But people have interpreted it that way. And it is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. When I'm ever, when I'm buying things and people like a, a customer service person like, well, you can return this. I'm like, that is very unlikely. Yeah. I put some thought into this purchase and I hate shopping. Yeah. Um, but thanks. I think I'm okay. <laughs> and then I, I, I know people that just buy things and I'm like, well, we'll return it. After we wear it. I had a roommate who was addicted to buying clothes for a while and would spend more than more money than she had every month. She would max out her credit card every month on clothes and keep all the tags on them and then just return them. She would lay them all out on her bed and decide what she was going to return and what she wasn't. I was like, you wore this like three times this week. Yeah. So like the (laughs) buying was the thing. Yeah. She got this little addiction. Huh. It was weird. <laughs> that is weird. And it came that could up be a really whole other suddenly. show as Weird Roommates. Yeah. Oh, I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> um, she was the worst. She was my first roommate and also just the craziest. Yeah. And when I say crazy, I have a lot of respect for people who have genuine mental health issues. And I'm not trying to belittle that. I mean crazy, like you don't live in the same world as anyone else, like rules don't apply to you. Like a space person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a person from another dimension. Yeah, like a yeah. lizard person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Graham, um, you worked in uh, customer service jobs. Yeah. You worked in a cafe for a really long time. Yeah, I co-managed a cafe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mr. Manager. Can you, Mr. Manager, yeah. Can you think of, was there like one story that kind of sticks in your mind as a bad customer service experience uh yeah i I have a couple um like one of them i like the worst ever i won't talk about because it's very scatological like oh uh, boy yeah yeah yeah. it was like poop factors in we can save that for a bonus episode Uh, yeah yeah it was really like after hours (laughs) for a while it was like uh um yeah i uh i'm trying to think of somebody who is like a bad uh, bad apple. Bad apple. Like, here's one of the things, and I don't know if this is a thing in coffee shops anymore, but uh, for a while, um, like, soy milk costs a lot more than milk. Yeah, right? you gotta, you have to pay, like, 50 cents extra. Right. So we used to have a thing that if you wanted uh, soy milk, it, it's, it made, like, your latte made with soy milk uh, would be 50 cents. And if you wanted soy milk instead of milk to just put in your coffee, it was a quarter. Okay. So, pretty, you know, standard. Standard. That's basic. Yeah, that say. was very standard. But uh, I had a lady uh, like <laughs> cuss me out because <laughs> she's like, "Well, some of us can't drink milk," and I was like, "Yeah, but then why are you drinking a latte? Like, I don't <laughs> go into places and say I can't eat peanut butter. Give me substitute peanut butter." <laughs> Because I can't have, I want a peanut butter sandwich, but I can't have peanuts. Have you tried Wow Butter? <laughs> no, I. You know, because I don't have a taste for it. I have like, some here if you want to try it. No, because I, I can't I, have peanut butter either, and it's it hits the spot for me. Does it? Yeah, it really. Yeah, does. but do you know what I mean? Like, I I have allergies. You have allergies. You have allergies. You don't go in. That could be a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The allergies. You, you, we've all found each other. <laughs> you don't go into a place demand like you can inquire. You know, do you have this without that? But you don't demand it. You you ask. Oh, you do if, if you're a crazy person with a sense of entitlement. Yeah. Whenever I'm in an eating situation and there's something that's gluten free uh, or egg free or uh, corn free, any of those combinations make me really happy. I feel so grateful. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even. A lot of the time, I order things just because I can eat it and I can have that ex- ex- like shared experience with somebody of going out for dinner. I don't really care. I just want to be out of the house eating yeah. something, and I'm really happy. There's lots of places in our dishes. city that don't have to do dishes, and I can pay somebody who is very nice, 
and personable and, and, ha- and sometimes handsome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're lucky. So uh, she she didn't get the uh, she was upset that she had to pay the extra money for something that would cost more. But yeah. the whole idea of going to a coffee shop is a luxury. Like most people, like if you don't want to spend extra money, like make your coffee at home. Make yeah. it the way you want with the special fancy milk that you spent extra money on at your fancy store. But people used to try and pull like uh, uh, like a twenty two skidoo, right? They used to like <laughs> what's a like a catch. Skidoo? Is that like a catch twenty two? No, they they'd order they'd order <laughs> it a sounds latte more Canadian, and then you they'd pay. And then when you went over oh, to make it, they, they'd be like, oh, can you make it with soy milk? And that's what I like, do at Dairy Queen when they because they charge you for extra mint in the mint Oreo blizzard. And so I pay for it. And then I go, can you make it really minty, please? And they always just feel bad for me that I care so much. Right. But this was their way. They knew there was a charge. This was their way because you couldn't go back to the register and like. Re- there was no ring way. In 25 yeah, cents. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way to ring in like a quarter or whatever. It's very so, sneaky. Yeah, but the thing was, I didn't work at Starbucks. I worked at a mom and pop. Like, they weren't... Whenever people were trying to pull one over on us, I was like, you're pulling it over on somebody who's barely stringing this place together, you know? This isn't, like, corporate, you know... I've only ever worked at, at, like, independent places. Even the dollar store was just run by this one guy. John Dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Dollar, his brother. (laughs) But... No, I mean he was he was an awful boss and I will get into that later, but but still I was like this is one man's livelihood that yeah. you are trying to nickel and dime with. And th- they still do it and I'm like, you know that the owner of the store has a young son who probably has no college fund at all right now. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Well, and that was it. Like uh the guy that owned the coffee shop that I worked at was a dick, but still the people when they would, yeah, they try and pull sneaks. I was like, "Come on, you guys! It's, so, it's a quarter." It's so just disappointing. You just feel disappointed in humanity when someone does something like that because it's like not just—it's never an isolated experience. It's never just like one incident. It's like, oh, most people try and do this, and then you're like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> humanity. Is, yeah. But uh, I always I always find, like, as soon as something really terrible happens, then a really lovely person will come in right after and will sort of balance my feelings out about the yeah. world and be like, oh, okay, I won't go drive off a cliff today. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Because this lady came in and gave me, like, a free drink and gave me a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, there wasn't godmother. much of that at the coffee shop. It was mostly... Because it, also some jobs that you work at, uh, the clientele is always upset, right? Yeah. Like if you work at a... Like a returns department. Yeah. Oh, or if you work gosh. at a pharmacy, like most of the people that are coming through there are buying something that they need right away, like mm-hmm. if it's diapers or medicine or whatever. So it's like a grouchy... I've definitely cried but at a I pharmacy at before. The pharmacy, I worked at a pharmacy for about a year and a half as a nutritionist, and it was a, like a full pharmacy plus this natural health section. And people would be in there for medication for incredibly serious diseases and conditions and couldn't have taken any more time to be kind. Like, they just were so kind and so thoughtful. And then, of course, some turd hat would come in (laughs) and they would be out of their... weird supplement and they'd have a meltdown and sometimes take the space away from somebody that's like oh can we go over my medication i'm dying yeah and they'd be like you don't have the right flavor of ricola for me this is unacceptable (laughs) yeah or your vitamins are a sign that private medicine is taking over (sighs) but i'm going to buy 500 dollars worth of them jeez but yeah like i've seen uh working at the pharmacy was a great experience because i saw a lot of that i saw i saw through a lot of the bullshit that people have lots of people just try their best to be good people uh and they understand what it's like to work in a store and then that some jerk would come in and oh it was it almost always was kind of funny to see what would upset them and uh yeah i look forward to hearing many of those stories (laughs) yeah my worst experience ever in retail happened at that store that's great. I mean, not yeah. for you. I'm very sorry to hear that. But for... I want to hear the story. For the now. podcast listener, it is great. 
Yeah, well, I could tell the story. Yeah. yeah, tell a story. So this is the worst story. Um, so I started working in retail when I was 17. Mm-hmm. My first job was at Laura Secord uh, in Place Marie in Montreal. Is that a... Chocolate store. It's a chocolate and ice like, cream store. Either chocolate or makeup. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they it does sound, sound like a makeup. Yeah. Or like a knockoff. <laughs> handbag? Like, no, like Victoria's Secret. Oh. Like Laura's uh, Laura Secret. Secret. <laughs> yeah. Everything goes down to your knees. And is made out of corduroy. <laughs> See my core. You are un- <laughs> unfuckable. <laughs> I would wear that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've had jobs like in stores for ages. And it wasn't because I was putting myself through university or anything. It was because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was just figuring that Who out. Who does? Yeah. I don't even know what I want to do now. And I've been in retail for 10 years. <laughs> there you go. Yay! <laughs> so I had already given my notice at this job. And I didn't have another job lined up. But the work environment was so... There was a someone that worked there that was just really unstable. And the owner didn't care, and the pharmacist was lovely and really smart. And so there's, you know, there's good things about working the job, but it was getting pretty stressful. <laughs> like I get into work and I just feel someone staring at me, and I'd look over and try to find the eyes, and it'd just be this woman glaring at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I'm already in trouble for something. But uh, we serviced a clientele that was very, very wealthy, and most of the places I worked, that was the case uh, over the past 17 years. And this woman came in to get her prescription filled. Um, and the prescription includes like about $500 worth of supplements to help with adrenals and be feeling burnt out and hormonal changes. And then, uh, then like the pharmacist would fill the actual pharmaceutical things and then we would consult with the client. And this woman came in and she uh, was dressed in, in like clothes you don't normally see people in Vancouver wear, like leather pants, <laughs> leather jackets. Furs. Furs actually, and very expensive accessories. Was she a trapper? Yeah, she was a, a trapper. She had a canoe. <laughs> she had traversed from uh, one side of 4th Avenue to the next. hats. <laughs> and she had, like, hair extensions, and uh, it was just a lot to take in at was once. Was she single? <laughs> and, uh, she. I don't even know if she lived here. Uh, she was definitely from the U.S. She had a, a southern accent, and... Um, she was difficult to help. And then when she left, she cl- quickly came back and she's like, I lost my, and she said, I lost my sunglasses. I had them when I came into the store and now they're gone. And the person that was helping her wasn't going to help her again because she was such a problem. Mm-hmm. And then I felt terrible. So I started looking for these sunglasses and I was crawling around Aww. on my hands and feet. <laughs> and I was like, this is, well, she's lost them. She's clearly upset. I want to help this person. We're unable to find them, and she's getting more and more upset. And she leaves, and we take her phone number, and if they turn up, we'll call her. We have no idea where they've gone. and uh, They're probably in one of her many fur flaps. <laughs> her fur flap. Did you check your fur flap? <laughs> check your other fur flap. Is it in your pouch? <laughs> so she sends a letter uh, to the oh, store afterwards good. saying Yay. that I've she I've got thinks- letters before, too. <laughs> oh, Handwritten. Geez. Yeah. She thinks I stole the sunglasses. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. person who's willing to go down on her hands and knees mm-hmm. to debase herself. To and I wasn't help even helping you. her. Yeah. She wasn't yeah, my customer. You're a thief. And I went home that night uh, and I just cried <laughs> because I can't imagine doing that to somebody. And that was a year where, like, oh, I was so broke and I needed that job so badly, but I couldn't even, like, handle working there because it was such a crummy place. Such a nightmare. And uh, so. You and guys we, should call this podcast Retail Nightmares. And then we did. <laughs> the end. So the owner also, he's this like super rich guy who kind of doesn't care. Um, and he wants the cus- the customer's always right kind of guy. So he's, he decides he's going to check the security tape. I think, okay, I, sorry to interrupt you, but I think the customer is always right, should be replaced with money is always nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not bad. That's not yeah, bad at all. Money is always money nice. Money is always nice. And he, so eventually it took a long time to go through the security cameras because they'd never really done it before because they'd never really had a problem before. And they figured out she never had sunglasses. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, so she's just like this Delusional. miserable... She didn't even have eyeballs. That's the twist. <laughs> she, yeah. she didn't even have a face. Yeah, she came in. She was a skeleton. She was a That's specter. why she was wearing so many furs, because she was so cold. <laughs> oh, if you ever... T- like, did you unpeel yeah. all of them, and then she was just a rat? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Under all the fur flaps. One time a guy came into the coffee shop with, uh, with a knife. Oh. A very disturbed... 
guy that we I think we had maybe told him in the past he wasn't allowed in, you know. And he came in with a knife. Can I come in with his knife? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he was scared. Everybody was scared shitless of this guy because he was uh, uh, swinging it around and he wasn't making any sense, you know. And uh, he's I, like, uh, "Where's the butter?" <laughs> I just went after him because I was just like, I was like, uh, "You're such a good Samaritan." No, I no, feel like I grabbed a knife and went after him. And I chased time. him out the door and. Uh, it does sound like you, yeah. And uh, but like while I was doing it, I was like, "This guy uh, could have stabbed me with his knife." Yeah, you don't think of that when you decide to do the right thing. It's just like this is what needs to be done. But like if he stabbed me, I would have just been like, "There's no way." Like the coffee shop wouldn't have paid for my oh no hospital You'd bills still or whatever. Be disabled and uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we would like take you to the park on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have to, like, eat and breathe out of a tube or, yeah. or you know, whatever, right? Like, that sounds cool. Yeah, but I, I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that again. Like, no. Not for, you know, That's pretty crazy, though, that, that someone came in with a knife. Yeah, it was, like, but it was... Uh, I know the rule is you're never supposed to confront or chase a shoplifter. Or if you've been robbed, you know, just let, let them have the money. Oh, I did. I confronted a shoplifter in uh, Toronto when I was there. But you're just a person in the store. Yeah, but I didn't like it. I didn't like that he felt like he was getting one over on everybody. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like his attitude. But didn't he? He like really readily gave up. He was like, yeah, oh, I don't care. Yeah, he was like, I think he was not ready for the eventuality that somebody would just ask for the stuff back. But he so also he probably like, thought you, you were like a cool like coffee shop bouncer. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> don't let me see you in here again. <laughs> you're like, I don't even live in this town. <laughs> Um, my, I'm just remembering now that, uh, my dad worked in retail for like 35, 37 years or something like that. And he, what did he, what did he do? What kind of retail? He worked at a grocery store, the same grocery store since he dropped out of high school to work to like support his mom. Oh, wow. And then he went to a different grocery store and then worked there until he retired. Uh, but he would chase shoplifters, really, which you're not supposed to do. And he he had so many hilarious stories about like tackling people in the parking lot. Oh and, wow! Uh, one time there was uh, he worked for a big grocery store chain, and he there was someone in line, and they were buying like little things, but then they were wearing a hat, and there was like blood dripping <gasps> down their forehead. Yeah, and whoa. he wasn't the the cashier at the time, but he was standing nearby. And the cashier was like, "Are you all right, sir? Like, there you have blood on your forehead." And he was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, let's let's finish this transaction." And then they were like, "Something is fishy." And my dad was like, "Hold on a second. And <laughs> lifted up the hat, and there was like a bunch of meat yeah, on the meat guy's on the head. head. I knew this. Yeah, was, hey, it was all meat because it's like I guess meat's expensive. And then the guy bolted, and my dad like went and tackled him and. He wow. was always, that was like his favorite thing to do would come home and like to be like, I look at this bruise I got, or like, look at this, yeah, my muscles tackled this guy. And we were all like, My muscles, yeah. He he was big into weightlifting and stuff. I, I, was he? I don't know. There was, uh, when I was growing up, there was a place in Calgary called uh, it was like a Chinese buffet called Foodie Goody. Oh, they have those here too. <laughs> do they really? Yeah, I went to one of those in uh, Burnaby when I was a kid. Oh, wow, yeah, so like. Uh, you could go in and it was like an $8 to $9 buffet or whatever, a lunch buffet. And uh, these two kids, we were in there and uh, these two kids ate and then ran. Oh, and, oh uh, so mean. One of the, the guy, like not even the, uh, uh, the server or whatever, like a busboy took off after him. And we watched because it was like across, it went across the road into a parking lot and you could still see them. Like, you know, they were blocks and blocks away. You could still see them. They were like ants. <laughs> and the busboy did like some crazy leg sweep on oh, the guy. Good. So it's I don't even time think, to shine. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think he got the money, but I think he got to leg sweep the he guy. Got to, he got to become a stunt guy. <laughs> a <laughs> yeah. talent scout saw him and was like, you're hired. Yeah. And that, he and became uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, he became Jeremy Piven. <laughs> That was a young Jeremy Piven. (laughs) That was the top of his career. It's all downhill from here. The agent that was there signed the guy who stole the food. They were like, "I love Jeremy Piven. I love the way." Like you're such a shit. Can you project that into acting? Yeah. Uh, Remember when he ate too much seafood and then he couldn't do a play? Yeah. (laughs) 
And that was mercury levels. That became a thing for a while. Actually, my boyfriend's aunt had mercury poisoning. So it's a real thing. Wow. From eating fish. Too much tuna. Really? (laughs) It's pretty serious, isn't it? Yeah. What about mercury? Like one of the natural health theories is that people are so sick because they have too much mercury in their Mm -hmm. bodies from eating foods that have high levels and dental work and... And it's a leading cause of like all these kind of things that ALS. Yeah, it, and it can like provoke schizophrenia, like similar symptoms, I think. Oh, you just yeah. start acting really unusual and it's like, oh, how much tuna have you been eating? <laughs> <laughs> You're eating a like, tuna at that time. Yeah. You're like, oh. I am a cat. <laughs> and apparently tin tuna doesn't have that effect on people. It has to be other tunas like fancy like fresh tuna? yeah like fancy a fancy fresh. feast oh, so it's a rich person's <laughs> disease yeah. i'll never know because i only eat canned tuna <laughs> i love canned tuna it's I'm the best it. i went online to this calculator because you know all tuna has <laughs> <laughs> the online calculator it's the you went to <laughs> online to a calculator it was a tuna calculator <laughs> oh it was like you put in you put in your your age, all the numbers, fins, and your and bam, bam, bam. you get three fins. <laughs> but so you go, you go onto this thing, and you type in how old you are and how much you weigh, and 30. it tells you how much. Yeah, fifteen for both. <laughs> fifteen, and I weigh fifteen pounds. No I weigh fifteen biggie. units. <laughs> I'm fifteen tuna fishes. <laughs> Uh, and it tells you how many cans of tuna you're supposed to have in a week. What? Because there's like a trace amount of mercury in all of it. And how many cans can you have? Two and a half. That's a lot <laughs> two of tuna. And a half? That's yeah. so much. Two and a half. Yeah. What if that's the answer? It's just a gag calculator. It's like forty-two. It's always <laughs> tuna. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> no, I did it. <laughs> this is my blog, tunacalculator.blogspot. <laughs> Guys, check it out. It's super cool. I'm going to make an app. <laughs> Answer's always two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half was actually my first band I was ever in when I was like 18. We made a band called Two and a Half. And really? We, we made like t-shirts and merch and stuff, but we never even made a song. Uh, <laughs> cart before the horse. It was, yeah, we're like, yeah, two and a half. Because it originally was my friend Fiona and I. And we're like, yeah, it'll just be us and we'll play keyboards. And then our other friend was sort You'll of... You'll both play keyboards? Yeah. <laughs> We were what Craftwork does it? Yeah, that's true. Um, Good point. They have four keyboards, uh, but then we had like a peripheral member, and he was sort of like half in the band, and we're like, Still "Oh, no there's like it. no." Well, we had. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what the songs were. They were so bad. <laughs> like, I ha- we had half songs. We never actually... We didn't know what it was like to be in a band and to, like, have practice and shows and anything like uh, that. Yeah, Like, we had talent, but no, like, inspiration, I guess. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, being in a band is cool. Two and a half. And we're like, there's two and a half people in it. And then I told someone our band name. And he was like, did you say two and a half? And I was like, yes, that is the yeah, band name. Two it's and two and a half. half. And it evokes like half a tuna sandwich, which is like, yeah. Hey, everybody, evoke. we're tuna half, and this gig sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just jam out. Not a not a single song. <laughs> we actually did like a a show, like a performance. We did like we stood outside of a place and tried to busk, basically, and people threw money at us. I did they that when I was younger. You. I did uh, like street busk. Yeah. Work. Did you play did you clarinet? Do? Uh, harmonica. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? My friend had a guitar, and we didn't make very much. Did you money. play the blues? I don't know what we were playing. Garbage. <laughs> probably you? the worst. Fifteen. Probably. This is yeah. So cute. Yeah. yeah. We were both idiots in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, we went. My friend lived in Edmonton. We did it on uh, what's the popular street? White Ave. White Ave. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Did people yell things at you that were mean? Ah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. They call you the F word? <laughs> Sounds like Edmonton. Father figure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be my Frankenfurter. Something, don't you know it's true? Guys, I haven't told my retail nightmare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Please, go ahead. You probably didn't realize because I've been talking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is from my uh, dollar store days. Uh there was a man, I worked on, it was on 4th Avenue. The store isn't there anymore, so no one can scope it out. Uh, and I was, I would work there from open till close. It would be like 10 hours a day, but I wouldn't make overtime and I made minimum wage. There you go. Yay. But I was too young to like have any confidence to be like, this is illegal what you're doing. <laughs> uh, and I was alone in the store. I was like 19, 
Pro- yeah, I was probably like 18, 19. I worked there for a little bit over a year, but I worked there every single day. And I was alone in the store and it was a huge store and I probably should, that should never have happened because yeah. I am a shorter lady with no upper body strength. <laughs> you are very short. Uh, and usually, you know, in retail, you got to do a lot of arm wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but. Boy, do I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I see your, <laughs> your Monsieur Muscle over there. I don't yeah. know what happened. <laughs> that was a French comic book I read when I was like 13. <laughs> but this man came in who, I recognized as a homeless person from the neighborhood, uh, and he was he was very friendly and sweet, but he was like obviously stealing things from the store. He came in with a giant duffel bag, and I didn't have the the confidence to say like, "Oh, could you leave that bag at the cash?" Because he was just like, you know, came in and was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? I'm just gonna go check out some baskets over here," and then he was gone, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay." And he he came in and was he stealing baskets? No, he stole. Like pots and pans. Okay, because I like to think he's stealing baskets and he took them out to the alley cats <laughs> and then he put the alley cats oh, in them. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. I would help him. I would yeah. steal them for him. Yeah. Part of that. Uh, no, he he. It was technically a dollar store, but there were things there for sale that were like over a hundred dollars. It oh was one gosh. of those places that's like, oh, it's so cheap, but then everything's way overpriced. Uh, and I would see like I would get the invoices for the shipments that would come in. And I'd be like, oh, cool, this costs like uh, twenty cents, and we're selling it for like ten bucks. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. That's uh, it's one of those profit deals. What's that? It's called. I think it's called like capitalism yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he came in, then then he left, and then I went to where he was, and there was a bunch of stuff stolen, and I was like, oh, he just stole a bunch of stuff. Right. And then he came in like a few weeks later, and I was like, oh no, it's going to happen again, and I didn't know what to do, so I called my boss, the owner of the store, and I told him that someone was in the store shoplifting, and he said. He had another store just up the street, like four blocks away. Same store, sold the same stuff. I don't know why. I know <laughs> what was, store you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, don't know why that was a good idea for him. But huh. one of them has since closed because you can't maintain that. Uh, and he said, lock the door. I'll be there in <gasps> five minutes. So I did as I was told because I was 18 and I was stupid. And then he shows up and he's like, where is he? And I told him he was in the pots and pans aisle, which I couldn't see from where I was at the till. And then I just heard... Uh, like the sound of skin hitting other skin, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, cartoonish punching sounds. Yeah, yeah. Oh and gosh. then he drags the man, the like, and he was—I didn't say this before—but the homeless man was elderly. He was like white uh, hair, yeah. missing a lot of teeth, like oh very gosh. sweet guy. Obviously stealing because he needs to. Like has no form of income anywhere else. And he just, like, beat him up until he was bleeding. Oh, wow. And then my boss proceeded to... He was holding him by the, like, collar of his shirt. And he was showing me his fist with the blood on it and saying, Look how strong I am. Look at me. Yeah, Look yeah, at these like muscles. My muscles, yeah. And I was, like, uh, in shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just standing there not saying anything, being like, I know this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't say anything and the man the man that he beat up was so sad that i think he pooed his pants <laughs> like oh, he, was so, sure, he was so yeah. sad no he was so like scared, scared, scared yes. as i like i probably did it a little bit too i was scared too yeah and even uh, just hearing the story i'm sorry I, maybe we shouldn't have this in the- but th- that old man jeremy piven <laughs> that old was man a young jeremy piven <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Oh, <laughs> surprise twist. Yeah, you know how Macaulay Culkin looks like an old homeless man. Yeah. He, he sort might, of does. He does kind of. He did for a while. Yeah, he doesn't but look But now he's have had a really great. rough time. He's Pizza Underground now, which is the worst band I've ever seen in my life. No, that can't be. There's other bands that are mm, worse. Maybe like emo funk rock or something. One time I saw this band called Tuna Half. <laughs> my God. That's not nice. Were you the guy who threw pennies at me? <laughs> All uh, right, let's move on to Puppo of the oh, Week. Oh, wait. The, oh. The, there's a good part to that story. Oh, good. We're ready. <laughs> I gave my notice the next day. Good for you. And I never worked there ever again, which was great. And then I actually got the job that I have now, still to this day. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, that's a lot better than seeing someone physically abuse another human in front of me. So sad. And when I gave my notice, actually, my boss was... Because I was making... 
eight dollars an hour i think then or like maybe 850 that goes a long way in the very most expensive city yeah and this was 10 years ago wow. uh, and he was very upset because a lot of people were quitting he had like six stores around the lower mainland and he everyone was quitting at the same time for some reason i wonder he just why kept beating up homeless yeah, men in why. each store store to store and so I, I think i was like the person who had worked there the longest and he was really upset because because he told me I was like a daughter to him. and Oh, wow. And he phoned me because I went in the next day and I gave him the envelope in person. And then I said, okay, bye. And I ran away because I was scared. Uh, and then he, once he read it, he phoned me and he said, okay, what if I give you a raise? Would you stay? And I was like, um, I don't think so. And he's like, what if I paid you eight fifty an hour? And I was like, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye, you're the worst. <laughs> and then I've taken so much joy in seeing all of his chains, like each location close. Oh, wow. It's really great. And I always tell people not to go there. So it made me feel a little bit. Ta-da. Yeah. Yeah, he should have just called the police. Yeah, he should have done a lot of things differently about the way he ran yeah. his business. But he's a special guy, so... Want to do Puppo of the Week? I sure do. Do you want to introduce that that segment? Puppo of the Week. <laughs> There'll be a song here. A puppo is something... <laughs> puppo generally means dog or puppy. <laughs> but it can be anything that you think is just adorable and cute and you love it. So a puppo could be like a really nice bag of chips maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or a ball of dough that you got to eat before it got cooked. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so I want to share stories of puppos because at my work, dogs get to come into my work all the time. And mm-hmm. so I'm very puppo rich, but I myself cannot own a dog where I live, but that is the greatest tragedy of my life. So puppo of the week. There you go. Sharon uh, puppos across the world. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the guest. Oh, shit. Uh, no, <laughs> let's you, start with somebody not, else. If you're not ready, we can... I, I have my puppo ready, but I feel like I just told a story, so maybe... like uh, Alicia, do you have a puppo of the week? Yeah, I met with a puppo that I know and love named Lulu. She's oh. Jane Stanton's dog. Oh. Um, and I used to live with Jane, and Lulu was this little... She, Lulu's, I think, seven pounds. She's a Chihuahua mix. She was adopted, and when Jane adopted her, she had she had mange, and she has a whole host of problems. And she also is a like a a dog that cannot behave when food is around. Oh, like just like me. Yeah, yeah. like I kind of hated Lulu for a while because it's scary. She, I had someone coming over for tea one day, and I made cookies, and they were chocolate chip cookies. And Lulu was in the basement, and she wasn't supposed to be upstairs but before i knew it she was on the coffee table because she's only seven pounds eating all of the cookies and she had to go have her stomach pumped which cost jane hundreds of dollars and the dog i remember that yeah Yeah. and it just shook me to my core to think that that dog could have died and i would have had some responsibility in it and and jane didn't feel that way but anyways lulu and i had a bond and but she wasn't like the fun dog to take care of because she's always had gastrointestinal issues but so now similar to me, <laughs> Jane has another dog, and Jane's other dog is called Hoffman. Oh, and Hoffman named after Dustin? Uh, nope, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyways, Hoffman is like some sort of poodle mix from Korea. Did you say poodle Poodle-y. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a kind of dog that I would like to have. It's something poodle from Doesn't, Korea. Yeah, and, and I didn't she know there adopts- was Korean dog breeds. I have so much to learn about Peppo. <laughs> yeah. And I got to meet him, and he's such a lovely Peppo. How and old he's is snuggled. this Peppo? She thinks about four, and he's so sweet, and he's some sort of poodle-type mix. Okay. Uh, or so, like, curly hair? Curly white hair. And, and he, hypoallergenic? Yeah. And he's so sweet, and he just snuggled right up to me. Graham should need this dog. And slept. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sl- oh I, okay. I saw photos of this dog. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, I need to meet this puppo. So nice. And I got to hang out with Lulu, too, which was great, because dogs never forget their buddies. No. So we had a nice... That was a really nice uh, part of my week. And I also got really good cat action. I have two cat friends that are very shy, and they both fell asleep on my leg. Okay, so now you're nice. just bragging. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had a really good animal week, which is great, because I also can't have a dog. Yeah. And that makes me incredibly this sad. Is our, this is also, in part, our support group. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for people that can't have pets. 
And that was my Puppo story. Uh, That's a great Puppo of the Week story. I don't think I can't think of anything because I don't. I don't uh, see animals very often. You know, I see them on the street. But that's about it. <laughs> like a crow or a squirrel, like uh, yeah, your yeah, everyday yeah. animals. Although this is one thing I learned, and I saw a crow doing it the other day, which is really neat. Um, lots of birds will uh, cover themselves in ants. <laughs> what? Because I thought I was the only one. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll mash it up and kind of wear it like a, like a perfume. <laughs> this is true. Don't we all? This is true because it keeps away. A lot of the uh, insects, the the smell of ants keeps away a lot of like mites. It's and a really stuff. cheap sunscreen as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saw a crow doing that. Like it's a very <sighs> crows are How so do they smart. Do it? They they uh, they kind of like chew them up and then kind of spread them with their beak and oh, then cool. flap it's it called down their self anointing. Flap think. it down their yeah, self anointing. Yeah. Exactly. I used to own a hedgehog, and they do self anointing every time they eat anything that sort of smells strongly or tastes interesting. They'll chew it up and then barf it on their back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the scariest <laughs> thing awful. you've ever seen. You think it's having like being possessed by Satan. <laughs> Yeah, hedgehogs are amazing, but uh, there is a dog named Che who lives on my block. Yeah. Who is a St. Bernard. Whoa. Who is so big. He's probably about as big as I am. And he has a tail that is maybe like two feet tall. I, I don't know. I'm really <laughs> yeah. bad at estimating, but it, it sort of. How moves, many cans of tuna tall is it? Like 84, probably. <laughs> no, wow. It moves from side to side, and it's like the most seductive sort of like <laughs> hypnotic movement because it's really slow and because he's so big he sort of has like this lumbering gait and a really flat head i'm talking about this dog like i want to have sex with yeah, it yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah let's move guys, it along <laughs> i like humans i swear so che lives on my block but i was doing a big spring cleaning late recently and i i found a set of keys to my friend mike's apartment who used to live <laughs> on my block like three years ago my friend mike who now lives in new west, new west. Doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh mike yeah he'll be on this podcast for sure oh good uh but i found them and i was like oh he hasn't lived there for three years but then i was like hmm but that is the same building that che lives in <laughs> and i was like should i keep these keys and then break into there and pet che when his owners are out and jay was like you're being crazy right yeah, <laughs> and yeah, i was yeah. like you're right i should throw them away but I know that they're still in the garbage. <laughs> I might fish them out of there. I think a fun thing to do with old keys. I've never done this, but I always thought it would be funny to like if you're near a beach or something, pretend that you dropped your keys in the uh, ocean or something and freak out and then be like, nah, guys, it was just just these fake keys. <laughs> that sounds kind of elaborate. How much have you thought about that? I don't know. I just thought because you know you do you accumulate keys that you can't use. Like you don't I know have where about twenty because I don't yeah. throw anything away. If I'm like if this could come in handy ever, I will never throw it out. I have like the opposite. two I love key rings away. just filled with keys that I don't. You know, old places. You should are, trade. I would be down for a, a <laughs> okay. key trade and then a key just, party, <laughs> if you will. Oh my gosh, you guys! I got to show you something. Okay, these are all the like extra keys I have, and I just put them. Oh on this wow! Bowl, and I put it by the front door so people will think that we're it having a totally key party. Like, see, but that's what I'm talking about. Is you can have a lot more fun with keys. I know. If you put your mind to it, which you did. I sure did. Yeah. I think we should just like go back in time a little bit to the 70s because <laughs> it was the best, best music, best movies. Best, best outfits, weird, I think. Best hair. Oh, I don't yeah, know. About, I'm going to say best hair. Best hair, but not best outfits. Cause and it was not mostly, best makeup. No, no, no. It was like the feathered hair, beautiful. But what like, about like the 70s the, disco? That's, that's great, but it's polyester, polyester and you cannot wear that. No, without, I know, but it looked good. You <laughs> would die if you were polyester. Yeah, that's like, you true. Would, you don't would, challenge him. I've he got will to start wearing. Just I to used to wear well. a lot of polyester. So did I, and then I, I was like, "I'm an adult now." Oh, I know. And there was that sort of resurgence of that like jersey shirt, yeah, style. Yeah. When I was, I think it was like 1998. I remember I went to Eaton's with my mm-hmm. mom, and she was like, "Okay, I'm going to let you pick your clothes, huge, sort of, huge, like, wow. for the first time." And I chose a pair of lime green bell bottoms, mm. and then like a jersey shirt with flowers all over it. And she was like, "This is." so stupid yeah (laughs) this is what i wore when i was your age why are you doing this and i was like shut up you don't get it spice girls girl power yeah girl power (laughs) 
Should we wrap this up? Uh, yeah. How, <laughs> how do we end this? Let's just say goodbye. Do we like? Do we plug ourselves? Uh, if they want to find I'm us, do- sure. I don't want to like completely steal all the segments of your like is plugging like you have a copyright on plugging right yeah um, yeah we're the only one that you invented plugging. it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like hair plug people have to pay you because they're a like a small stipend <laughs> yeah. but it but it's what i live off yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not insubstantial <laughs> i feel like we shouldn't just like talk and be like okay bye like we should be like sounds perfect to me but you've probably never had a phone message from me (laughs) (laughs) or had any serious conversations where i'm like gotta go uh oh every conversation you're like okay bye and i'm like i had eight things more to tell you (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right i'm like gotta go (laughs) i have to go for my eight hours of alone time you're like Mm. you're brief and fleeting and beautiful and magical and you're just like where did you go i miss you already i'm just at the bakery (laughs) Uh, but no, I think this should be a way for people who have, who are retail survivors, mm-hmm. who have worked in retail, have the ability to plug their things that are not retail, like no retail plugs at all on the show, but artistic plugs. Sure. Like musical, art, yeah. comedy. You can talk about the show that you have coming up or where you're going. Oh your yeah. Band I'm, or I'm, I'm going on tour. When is this going to, how do we release this? When does this come out? That's the thing. I Graham don't really know. Tutor us. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't plug until you know when it's coming out. Why don't we just wrap this one up by saying thanks. And if you want to find Graham, you can find him at GrahamClark.com. Yeah. Uh, and on Twitter and you guys are like Twitter famous. So yeah, I'm really Twitter famous ever <laughs> since I complained about being sad yesterday oh got retweeted and i was like well 287 i just got followed by someone on twitter who like i really admire yeah i really admire he's one of jay's favorite uh comic drawer oh cool michael copperman oh my gosh michael copperman he started following me and jay and i was like what do we do and now i'm scared to tweet anything because i was like he's so funny he is really funny yeah he's the best like the first thing jay for the podcast listener, Jay is my boyfriend. Uh, the first thing he ever moved into my apartment was the Snake and Bacon comic. Like, oh, yeah. He, he was yeah. like, this means the most to me. I'm moving it in first. Also, he brought a jar of capers because he's a special guy. Yeah, yeah. But, I and, love capers. Yeah, they're so good. And ones that were, so decadent. Br- were uh, cured in salt. The brine-free ones. Yeah. yeah those I get those at the fish counter and they're amazing. And it, it just feels like you're eating straight salt. It's magical. Yeah, which I do. I eat them with tuna. Uh, what should I, I, I'm in a band called Energy Slime. If we are playing shows, come see them. We are going on tour in America. Uh, America. 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 USA, number one. (laughs) Polity. USA. And then just fade up. Yeah, just fade up. The title. (laughs) So you're going, where can they find your tour dates? On the Facebook page for Energy Slime. So join Jessica's Facebook page for Energy Slime. Uh, <laughs> you can find Graham Clark at GrahamClark.com. And Graham yeah. Clark, what's your Twitter handle? Graham Clark. Graham, there you go. Underscore 69. Yeah, 69 lover. If you're not listening to Graham Clark's amazing award-winning Wimbling. Wimbling. of wine. Winning podcast. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Alicia A. Tobin or come see my comedy show. Come draw with me. It's okay. the best. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, bye. <laughs>